0: Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity, Daniel Hibbert, on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show with... Dave Roberts of the Golf. We just had Dave Roberts, of course. You can hear him every 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning with thanks to Next Level Golf. Of course, we've got Dan Hibbard now for Square Gators, the voice of RSN. He certainly is the voice. Caught him at Shepherd and Dogs last night doing his thing. I believe he's engaged with RSN every day this week. And uh Dan welcome to the program Derby Day for 2022 of course Melton's on tonight as well and I believe you're doing
1: sand down on Cup Day for the dogs. Yeah, all uh, all week this week uh, coming up so uh, my Melbourne Cup week's uh, uh all over the uh, all over the place so uh meaning uh, every day of uh, the next uh, 7 so going to be busy and um but looking forward to it and uh yeah it's the the best uh the best racing week of the year so we're uh, looking forward to everything that's going to happen in the gallops and all the other codes as well. well I sort of don't know how you do it in a way because for me
0: even doing when we do the Shepparton Gold Cup it takes me like 12 hours to buzz down from it like uh, it, it must be hard to particularly go back to back to back
1: calling Oh it's 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 a challenge but it's not it's a lot of it's uh can be the travel aspect of it and um you know you're driving uh, a lot of hours to get to to different tracks and so forth So um, sand down on a Thursday night I've sort of got that pretty well down pat now Where I can uh, more often than not I'll just drive home after the last uh, race It gets me home somewhere around 1 o'clock in the morning Which is not too bad But um, then uh, usually uh, leads into another meeting on the Friday But it's usually a, a Bendigo or something like that So it's not, uh, it's not uh, too bad But yeah it's Certainly, yeah. Uh, like last Thursday night was a big meeting at um at Sandown with uh, another round of preludes of the Melbourne Cup, uh, and basically from next Saturday onwards it's uh, really full on for the uh, for the Greyhounds and certainly some uh, massive races to be calling over the next month. Um, but it's uh, love it, absolutely loving what we do, what I'm doing, and uh, enjoying all the calling. It's uh, I got a trot meeting at Cobram on Monday, which I'm looking forward to, a bit disappointing. The number of races that uh, that can't be helped, but uh, yeah, just uh, enjoying the the, uh, the workload at the moment. Yeah, no. Look, and I, look, I might be wrong
0: in saying this, but that Cobra meeting was that a traditional Melbourne Cup meeting there for a while? It
1: was, yeah. It, it uh, was canned after when COVID hit, obviously, because yep. we couldn't have uh, crowds. It was a non-TAB meeting anyway, so there was no point. Uh, uh, having it, but but uh, people don't re- sort of realise is that's that meeting, which was the only non-tab meeting uh, that Victoria actually ran. Um, it was the last one that was left. Uh, it uh, the costs involved in actually running that meeting and uh, weighed up with what uh, returns you actually got. It uh, you know we it was really difficult to sort of justify keep uh, to keep on doing it. Whereas if we brought it back to the Monday. The day before it was a full TAB meeting. Um, you know, a lot of people take a bit of an extra long weekend, so we can get a, a decent, uh, a bit of a decent roll up, and and the turnover is usually pretty strong at that time of year as well. So it's um, I can understand people disappointed that we don't race on Melbourne Cup Day anymore, but um, you know the costs involved in actually running a meeting on that day when you don't have a tote, uh, a, a, a full TAB meeting. Um, it's pretty hard to sort of justify doing it. Yeah, no, it's uh, interesting times. Wouldn't
0: mind. I might head out there on Monday, not doing too much. So. Yeah, it's
1: a late start. It's only two thirty. There's only yep. six races on the card, which is a little bit uh, a little bit this morning. But I guess to be fair, we can understand that a lot of the participants in this particular part of the world are probably still struggling to uh, to to get back on their feet and get back their get their horses working again because the tracks have probably been uh, underwater for the best part of a fortnight. So. Uh, it's quite understandable why we've only got the six races there on on Monday.
0: And how's the impact with particularly harness
1: racing, Dan, in relation to the current weather situation? Look, we've you've most people have probably either heard or seen all the footage that's been uh, around the traps. Obviously, there's been a couple of the uh, thoroughbred studs that have been uh, down at Yulong Stud down there in Ngambi, which was um, you know under underwater there. Aldebaran Park went through a very uh, a very uh, rushed. Um, flooding with uh, uh, the the water really getting up to them very very quickly with uh, little time to sort of um to get a, a lot of stock moved. The Weedenbacks had some trouble down there at Waring as well, but managed to uh, get through it. And along with uh Greg Fleming and Dave Moran out there at uh, Moorlam as well. So it's um you know there's a lot of uh, the industry's really pulled together. The club at Shep have been. Uh, super I haven't caught up with uh, too many people unfortunately over the last little while but from all reports obviously the club at Shep have been uh, super in what they've been able to provide f- for those participants um, that have been um, that have been struggling with uh, with feed and all that sort of stuff and stabling Uh, and uh, you know as those are the those sort of people uh, that have been affected in the south we've now got, obviously got the people in the northern part of the the state around uh around the undira area there's a few that have been in trouble bun of the newberries on that side the tawnies in undira have been uh, affected so uh it's been um yeah it's just an astronomical amount of water that's been passing through and uh i'm sure that uh you know once we get some decent weather and we can start to see if dry things dry out uh people will be able to get back to some sort of normality but i'd say it's still a little while away yet because as we all know, there's a lot of the water still flowing, uh, particularly through the causeway there at uh, at the moment. Mm,
0: and uh, interesting times, is it? So second big flood of i uh, been for I was seven years old in 1974, lived down the north end of Shepparton, as I do these days as well. So, yeah, it's interesting times. Look, I should point out as well, while I think about it, Wangaratta, I do believe the Gallops meeting for Tuesday has been cancelled. So, locally, if you're going to Wangaratta for Tuesday, if you've got plans to go ring the club, I'm pretty sure I'm right in yeah, saying it's cancelled.
1: there's been a lot of cancellations. I know uh, the Yarra Valley trots on Cup Day, the traditional meeting down there was was called off. Um, there I'm well, just having quick ha- quickly having a look on the uh, the riser side. I know Witchi which Proof, you know, their big meeting was called off. Mortlake was called off. Um, uh, and it looks as if uh and Berrigan was called off as well, which is a massive disappointment, particularly for the uh that uh that community because that's the basically the biggest day of the year. In that town Yeah uh, I remember will, watching American win Yeah The Wangaratta track uh, And uh, you know It's disappointing that the, the, But it's just Unprecedented And as I've sort of It was interesting I, I went to So I went to Sandown um, Two weeks ago On the Thursday Yep That was at the back end Of the, the rain event um, And I got off the, the Golden Valley Freeway And onto the Hume And driven over the, the bridge there With the Golden River Flowing and looked out to the left, and I'd never seen anything like it. I couldn't believe how much water was there, uh, and how far it had stretched. And I was straight on the phone to to home and said, "Get ready, because um, there's water coming. Um, it's got to come to us because that's where the river flows." Uh, it was. I couldn't believe how much. I'd never seen anything like it. And as a result, we saw what happened in the uh, in the preceding days after that. I want to point out too that I didn't see
0: America Winning at Wangaratta I saw it winning the on Melbourne the, Cup on a on monitor the, On the monitor, uh, on the, At Flemington, uh, Americane was that day And I was and at that Wangaratta And
1: was a wet day too, very wet mm. day.
0: And I think Jason Welch, our Commander-in-Chief Actually was on Americane that day uh, As well, Gamble responsibly Of course, the other thing I just wanted to say before you go Into the week that was locally Not forgetting tonight too, big group one Queen the Pacific at uh, Melton We'll talk about that in a minute as well But is it still full steam ahead in relation to the Shepparton uh, Harness Racing Club, and of course the Inner Dominion uh, heat that's coming on November
1: twenty nine? That hasn't been impacted or affected at all. Haven't heard anything to the contrary, but I, I'd be very surprised if there the, uh, uh, there is any change. Um, I think uh, obviously the signage is up on the back straight, so um, we've got uh, got that to look forward to. And to be fair, I think that that night, that particular night. It's going to be a massive event because of the uh, the the event itself and the and the quality of the horses that are going to be on track. But hopefully by that stage, it's a bit of a time for the uh, the the community to uh, to relax a bit, uh, given what has happened over the last uh, the last couple of weeks. It might be a good event for the uh, the community to come together and and enjoy a night out at the races. And I mean, it's going to be a big crowd anyway. I would have thought it's near to Dominion. minion, and you know, for uh, for many people around this part of the world, you know, we know and and the older generations know how big the inter-dominion was it's probably lost its sparkle a little bit but even still it is still the biggest race that we have in the sport and to have a heat of it run at Shepparton and is is uh, is a very uh, big thing and hopefully it's uh, it's packed there on uh, on the Tuesday I remember the AVC in the 80s in
0: particular used to always they'd broadcast always, the, yep, final. the final they they break normal programming and just to have the inter Dominion on. final yeah. yeah they didn't do the heats or anything they definitely did the final what was the week that was locally Dan yes, racing? very
1: skinny a bit of a skinny one but that's probably to be expected given uh, given the number of participants that have been impacted and and uh, of course uh ability to get to race meetings has been really uh impaired over the last couple of weeks with road closures and uh, and so forth and i went through the whole thing myself uh trying to get the bendigo cup was a nightmare to call the dogs there it was um you had to buy had to go to a and then across the lockington back into elmore it was a big uh, loop just to avoid all the all the uh, the road closures but uh we have seen a few local winners. Uh, the first of those was at uh, Bendigo, and that was on uh, on Tuesday night. Raw for Roscoe was the winner for Wanita Breen. This is uh, a really good story. This uh, this guy uh, has uh, some really good ownership. Uh, he's been a, I guess he's been a bit of the pin-up horse for the uh, Harness Charity Challenge, which has been going on Twitter for the month. And uh, this guy was able to score a pretty tough win. Was able to sit parked, did a bit of work early to get to the breeze and then was able to score in 158, and uh, a good win there for Juanita and the connections. The other winner on that card was a bit of an upset result, although when I looked at the form, I was actually on track at Bendigo on the night, and uh, I saw this guy in and thought, well, he's probably half a chance if he gets the right sort of luck, and he absolutely was dominant. Mr. Rebel, he won by only won by four metres in the end, but he put a big space on them down the back straight, and off the uh, the back straight for Rosie and Kevin Weidenbach having a really good run at the moment. This guy paid $18, 157.1 to get the cash there in race number nine on Tuesday night. We then headed to, on uh, on Wednesday night, uh, sorry, Thursday night at Kilmore, uh, a, number, a couple of winners to go through there as we scroll through. Um, the first of those was in race number nine, and that was Do Not Surrender, for Isabel Walsh and Cody Crosland uh, Was probably in its uh, an easy race for it uh, And was able to, to score uh, Had to sit parked Was challenged in the home straight Looked like it was going to get beat to be fair Our cheeky devil had gone up on the outside Looked like it was going to go straight f- past it But r- its run ended with about 100 metres to go And Do Not Surrender was able to hold on And score a victory in 159.4 And we then headed to... Uh, Swan Hill uh, last night, Swan Hill Cup night up uh, on the river, uh, and some good racing up there as well. The first of the winners, local winners, was Red Hot Assassin for Greg Fleming and Dave Moran. It uh, was able to score in one fifty seven point six, made it three wins in a row uh, for for the combination. They won at uh, Wagga in one fifty four point two, then won at Kilmore in two minutes point nine, and, and backed it up with another win. ...at Swan Hill in 157.6. Going really well. Nice three-year-old gelding by four-star shark out of Sweet Barney... ...and was able to uh, to win by just on five and a half metres. The, uh, the cup there last night was won by our millionaire for Emma Stewart... ...Dave Moran again taking the drive. Really put a space on them in the early part... ...and uh, made them all chase. It was only a small field... Uh, which was probably a touch disappointing, but it was a, a really strongly run race over the uh, the 2790. They set a new track record in 156.3, and our millionaire was just far too good, just ran them into the ground and uh, gave nothing else a chance in that race on uh, uh, last night. So the other race that was on the card, the other feature race that was on the card there at uh, Swan Hill last night was the, uh, the Swan Hill Mile. It's the only race that they have over that trip uh, for the year, um, they used to run uh, over the mile all the time, but the problem with the uh, the mile start at uh, Swan Hill is that it's about 50 metres before the corner, so it's a bit too close to be running it, so they have actually had to bring it back a fair way back down the back straight. So the Rackon two was able to uh, sit parked and win, and went a crazy 152.3, a really fast time around the, uh, the Swan Hill circuit. Uh, they did have a bit of rain up there uh, prior to the race or prior to the meeting, but uh, during the course of the night, it was relatively dry. And uh, that's a really lightning fast run by the Rackham tour for Emma Stewart and Lee Sutton. That was in the uh, the Swan Hill Mile there on uh, on sh- on uh, last night's meeting. So. That's the uh, the run through of the meetings across the uh, the week. I'm just having a quick look. I thought I had missed one. I did. I definitely did miss one, and that was the meeting on Wednesday night. And that was the meeting at Shepparton. Just a, a quick through a look through those meet uh, the uh, the local winners there. Good looking Rooster was another winner for Rosie and Olivia. Weedenback was able to score a narrow victory and paid four dollars eighty. Mark Pitt had a really nice win with the two year old Sweet Gambling Rose. Uh, was able to score coming down from the Riverina area to get its bonus. It was a narrow victory. Uh, probably paid to watch that replay a few times. It was a couple of really good runs in the race, and there was only 10 meters first to last. The uh, on it's Fergie time one for Mark Lee and Stacey Towers. Eleven dollars. It paid two minutes point nine, and was able to score. Safala was the first leg of a double for Donna Castles. Uh good to see this guy back in some winning form. He's been out of uh, out of luck for the last little while. He's way back in class on what he's usually been running against. He was able to score in 158.2. Lil's Nightmare was the other leg of that double. The next race, four dollar sixty, it paid in a mile rate of two minutes point 0.7. And the last on the card, the three-year-old pace was won by Always Loxley, for John Nissen and Rebecca Bartley, a dollar fifty-five, and did the job in one fifty-nine point six. So that's a wrap of all the local uh, the local winners across the last seven days. And as I say, Derby a Derby day today, but we've got a really strong meeting at uh, Melton tonight um the uh, the feature race is obviously the, uh, the one of the features is the four and five-year-old championship the group two event but then you've got the uh the, the mayor's championship the queen of the pacific the group one over the 2700 and that is a ripping contest tonight at melton no worries with uh ladies in red the dollar 75 favorite currently we'll
0: go to a sponsor's break come out the other side we'll have a look at this big meeting at melton try and get a Cup tip off uh, Dan as well, and a Derby tip uh, as well, and see who he likes in the Golden Eagle up there at Rose Hill today as well. Tying the knot, you must consider the Shepherd and Golf Club for your most special day. The Shepherd and Golf Club offers a unique first-class experience that will help create lifelong-lasting memories for you and your guests in a relaxing setting that boasts picturesque views and natural beauty. Our experienced team of professionals. We'll take you through the process of designing your food and beverage selections, providing you a stress-free experience so that you can concentrate on the love and joy that brings you together. Visit sheppartongolf.net.au or call us on 5821 2717.
1: 1FM's sponsor. and Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Pinella Road, Shepherdon. And view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walk-around, Super lift Saturday beds, chairs, with mattresses, Mark Owens. personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire. On 5831 7317, or visit our website, and Scooters and Mobility.com.au. One FM sponsor.
0: Welcome back to Square Gators. I don't know what quite happened there, Dan, yeah. but it decided to double play a bit with of an my overlap. stinger and a bit of an overlap. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly why it decided to do that. The uh, sponsor uh, for Shepparton Scooters Mobility was playing nicely there, and then. It decided that my name had to come across maybe, it as maybe well. Maybe the
1: computer wants us to back a winner very quickly, so it was wanting us to hurry up.
0: Yeah, no worries. Melton <laughs> tonight, Dan, scene of the crime here, like you said, heading into the sponsors break. We've got the Queen of the Pacific, Group 1. Ladies and Red is the $1. seventy-five favourite currently, although I like Tough Tilly a little bit, but I'll let you uh, do the honours for
1: Melton. Very good. Uh, the multi tonight, the first uh, first crack we'll have a look at is... The uh, first leg of the multi is race number two. And that is number nine, Hector, for Emma Stewart. Dave Moran taking the drive. Currently about the $2.50 mark on the fixed odds. It's won five of 18. Uh was a good winner last time at Mariborough in uh, a 156.7 mile rate over the sprint trip. Comes down from Queensland... It's had uh, a couple of uh, good wins at Redcliffe. Certainly a little bit of a step up in class for it, but uh, it's only, ha- it's only uh, had, that, as I say, only had the 18 starts. So it's obviously got, got a lot of upside. So even though it's still in the second row, it's certainly based on that first up win for the uh, the Stewart Stable you would think is going to be uh, really hard to beat and they've probably had a bit more time to put some polish on it. So I think it's going to be really hard to beat. So race two, number nine, the first leg. Second leg is race four, number four. Techie's watching another one for the Emma Stewart stable. Uh, this is two seventy into $2 already on the fixed odds. And it's going to be really hard to to beat. Tony had the one start. Uh, this two-year-old was a winner on debut at Miraburra. They went Uh, 156.9. uh Very comfortable uh, in tipping this. I think it'll just work forward. Probably the there's a couple in the race that uh, go okay. Bolramski was a nice winner at Meribah, first up from a spell, and uh, naturally gifted for Greg, Sh- and G- Greg Sugars and Jess Tubbs, has certainly got a share of ability, but I think that uh, techies watching has got the better of the barrier draws, might be able to work forward, find the front, and will be hard to toss from there. So the multi, race two number nine into race four number four, you'll get around about $4.10, maybe a touch more if you're uh, able to shop around. So, Hopefully we can get a, a little bit of a bank for the quaddie tonight. Um, the quaddie, I, the first leg is the Queen of the Pacific. Um, if I was 100% confident, I'd just take ladies in red one out, but uh, just because of the back row draw, and we know what happened last time with her drawing the second row and Tough Dilly drawing the front. Tough Dilly was $6 in early markets, and I, it's been crunched into $3 now, so it's... Been well supported. There's three. Cha- there's really only three chances in this race. Uh, five, six, and eleven. Braveview Kelly for Jack Trainer and Anthony Butt takes the drive coming down from uh, from Sydney. Was a winner of the Frith Stakes, the Group Three up there last time out. Has been racing very uh, very well uh, and uh, up at Menangle comes to Melton, which can be a little bit of a trick, but I think it's uh, you know been racing well enough that it's got to be really hard to beat. Last time it won the first stakes and went 149.6 so it's uh, got to step up to the uh, the extra lap here tonight but it's going to be hard to beat. Tough Chili. well she was just uh, beaten by the barrier last time and Ladies in Red was too good in winning so I think it just comes down to barrier draws. I can't really say that you can back Ladies in Red and expect her to win Given that she's drawn the second row and Tuft Tilly's drawn the front, the, the evidence that's presented just suggests that Tuff Tilly's going to be hard to beat. So five, six and eleven the first league. Second league is race number six and it's the staffing solutions pace. I've gone wide here. One, five, seven, nine, ten, and eleven. Uh so a pretty uh this is a pretty wide quarty. Admittedly you could if you wanted to take ladies in red or tough Tilly one out in the first league, that might be a way to uh, trim it down a bit. The uh, second leg, one five seven nine ten 9, 10, and 11. Third leg is race number 7. This is the Cat Nas Jewellers 4 and 5-year-old championship. Good race. I've gone 5, 8, 10, and 11. Near Attack Prince gets a decent barrier draw. Might be able to work forward here. There's a few roughies underneath him. If he wants the front, he should be able to find it. I think he's going to be the best of the front line chances. Beyond Delight, Act Now, and Better Eclipse are certainly the class runners. Uh, but they've drawn uh, drawn poorly on the second row, which is going to make it a little bit trickier for them. I reckon attack Prince at the $7 might just be an each-way play in any case, but 5, 8, 10 and 11 in the third leg of the Quaddy. And the last leg of the Quaddy is the Allied Express pace. I thought there was only... T- it's a tricky race, but I thought there was only two chances given the draws, and that's two and three, gillyby Nitro and Knights Templar. I had to try and narrow it down a little bit, this quaddy. And we're going to go with two and three in the last league. So it's a tricky quaddy. If you wanted to narrow down that first league, by all means. But I went five, six, 11. Second league, one, five, seven, nine, ten, and 11. The third league, five, eight, ten, and 11. And the last league, two and three. And I'm just quickly uh, trying to do some maths in my head here. It should be about 132 for a full unit or something like that. So uh, but, of course, take it for a percentage. And Ten sp- bucks will get you six percent, yeah. Dan. Yep, so uh, I, I just think that that first league's a bit uh, tricky because uh, there's a couple of variables there with tough tilly, ladies in red, and you add the New South Wales filly as well, so had to go wide there, just couldn't take uh, the the darling p- ladies, in, uh, ladies in red one out tonight. But it's a good quaddie, and hopefully we can uh, snare it for the punters tonight.
0: Well, of course, it starts the carnival today at Flemington, Victorian Derby Day. Victoria Derby is race seven. It's on at 20 minutes past uh, four o'clock this afternoon. Australian Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. It's for the babies over the 2,500 metres. I'm on Barclay Square, Pleiocles and Mr Maestro. I've done a bit of a staking plan on the race. I'm going to run against Sharp and Smart, the New Zealander.
1: I think there's the, the top ones in the market are the ones that you've uh, you've mentioned, and it's pretty hard to, to 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 go past that. Very rarely, apart from um, the hundred to one pop that did win Rebel Raider. Uh, do you see the the more favoured runners who come through the uh, the genuine uh, lead up races get to this stage and and not be competitive? Um, Mr Maestro's drawn the car park Which is probably the only fly in the ointment there He's probably good enough to win it Pericles has only had a hand Or had three starts But was really good last time And I do like Barclay Square I thought it was a really tough performance At the Valley last week I think the extra 500 will probably suit suit it Sharp and smart well, I mean, you'll probably have a coronary if you're watching him, uh, expecting him to win comfortably because he doesn't. He's never won by anything further than a head. I think it is. So um, it's going to be a it's going to be a ripping race. I think those four, one, two, four, and five are the only serious prospects we've obviously lost. Let's roll the dice. The other one, number three, is a scratching. But I think the one, two, four, and five are the probably the the only four chances in the derby today.
0: The other big highlight at Flemington today comes up at 20 minutes to 4 o'clock this afternoon. Race six, it's the Coolmore. It's a cracking race. I'm going with uh, Benos Nachos, uh, which is number six, race six number six at a bit of a price around
1: seven dollars fifty it's a ripping race it is the and it always is this this 1200 meter three-year-old it's a stallion making race unless you're a filly and you knock the stallions off and then the breeders uh whinge and complain um super race uh there's a few in this that you sort of look at the price and you think how are they that price but it's just the depth of the field there's a couple that have got, certainly got a a fair share of ability that are going to be uh, that are going to be over 100 to 1 uh, and probably struggle to uh, to get into it I, I know he's drawn he's drawn 16 now i don't know what the the outside portion of the track's going to be like I, the feeling i heard on the radio is that they may just come down the center uh, I don't think being on the right out wide on the grandstand is going to help anyone, but I think Jackano has got some super form when you consider the races he's been running in. Um, you're getting about six bucks for him. I think on an each-way basis, he's the one to beat. I agree with you, Buenos Notches loves the straight. Again, it's drawn deep on the track. It's going to be uh, really hard to beat. And the favourite in secret, well, James McDonald could win on just about anything at the moment uh, and it's been kept very safe in the market, $3.20 in the favourite. But I reckon Jack and O is certainly uh, well above average and can certainly take this out.
0: I've got number six in the Coolmore, like I said, Bernice Notches at a bit of a – that's my main play. But I also like number seven, Grand Impact, and number eight, Economics. Just a couple of uh, little bets on those as well.
1: Economics has got to make sure it stays in the barrier because we saw what happened last time with it at Caulfield got scratched at the start.
0: And, of course, the big one up there at uh, Rose Hill, the Golden Eagle, today was some $10 uh, this Light Infantry, the UK runner, Race 8, number 12, looks hard to beat.
1: Jamie Spencer's just got to have a map because he obviously got uh, lost it when he had uh, gold trip in the Cox Plate last week. Uh, good race, uh, obviously massive uh, massive amount of prize money. Um, the one that's uh, at a big odds, and it's only just snuck into the field, uh, Cardinal Gem number 21 uh, is about $34 or thereabouts uh, on the fixed odds. I uh, was listening to the radio driving home on Thursday night after the dogs and Graham Begg, who hadn't didn't get into the field. The horse didn't get into the field, but now has got a run. Uh, he was quietly confident that the horse could go very, very nicely. So big price. He'll need some luck, but I think he's a, a, an each-way play. And I do like uh, the fact that Jamie Carr's gone up there to ride Chain of Lightning to forego the rides here on Derby Day, I think 16 Chain of Lightning's a big chance. I've today. had a
0: sabre on yeah. that as well. Got to go to the newsstand, Dan. Do it all again next week. We'll catch you next week. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.